The Old Testament reading for the 14th Sunday after Pentecost is recorded in Isaiah chapter 30, beginning verse 19. O people of Zion who live in Jerusalem, you will never weep no more. How gracious he will be when you cry for help. As soon as he hears, he will answer you. Although the Lord gives you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, your teachers will be hidden no more. With your own eyes you will see them, whether you turn to the right or to the left. Your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. Then you will defile your idols overlaid with silver and your images covered with gold. You will throw them away like a menstrual cloth and say to them, Away with you. Here ends the Old Testament. The epistle reading is recorded in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, beginning verse 1. As God's fellow workers, we urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. For he says, In the time of my favor I heard you, and in the day of salvation I helped you. I tell you now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. Paul's Hardships. We put no stumbling block in anyone's path so that our ministry will not be discredited. Rather, as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way, in great endurance, in troubles, hardships, and distresses, in beatings, imprisonments, and rioting, in hard work, sleepless nights, and hunger, in purity, understanding, patience, and kindness, in the Holy Spirit and in sincere love, in truthful speech and in the power of God, with weapons of righteousness in the right hand and in the left, through glory and dishonor, bad report and good report, genuine yet regarded as impostors, known yet regarded as unknown, dying and yet we live on, beaten and yet not killed, sorrowful yet rejoicing, poor yet making rich, having nothing and yet possessing everything. Here ends the epistle. We stand in honor of the Holy Gospel. As he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus, but this happened so that the work of God might be displayed in his life. As long as it is day, we must do the work of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Having said this, he spit on the ground made some mud with the saliva, and put it on the man's eyes. Go, he told him, wash in the pool of Siloam. This word means scent. So the man went and washed and came home seeing. His neighbors and those who had formerly seen him begging asked, Isn't this the same man who used to sit and beg? Some claimed that he was, Others said, no, he only looks like him. But he himself insisted, I am the man. How then were your eyes opened, they demanded. 
He replied, The man they called Jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes. He told me to go to Siloam and wash. So I went and washed, and then I could see. Here ends the Holy Gospel. You're probably still standing, aren't you? You can sit. It's okay, kids. I just can't see anything. I won't hit you with this because I'll hear you coming. Come on. I don't hear you. I don't see you either. Maybe I better stop. I hear something. Okay. Okay, I hear you. I won't whack you with my stick, though. Okay. What am I doing? What am I doing? Here's, ah. I'm trying to find my way. Have you ever seen anybody like this with a red cane with a white tip? You ever seen anybody with one of these? You ever seen anybody wear glasses like these? Yeah. If you see someone with a cane whipping it around and they're wearing glasses like this, what's wrong with them? <laughs> Say it louder. They're blind. Yeah. Um, Dr. Spears, are you here? I can't tell. Uh-oh. No expert. I can see that he must be on vacation. Dr. Spears would tell you that I have very, very, very bad eyesight. He used to think his wife had the worst eyesight he'd ever seen, but then I came along. So I'm, I'm really bad off. Okay, I can tell you're here, but that's about it. In the ancient world, people who were blind got no respect at all. They didn't have a cane to help them. They didn't wear glasses. In fact, people were mean to people who were blind. They'd purposely put something in the way. If a blind guy was coming, they'd put a stumbling block, a tripping thing right in front of him and watch him trip over and fall flat on his face and they would laugh at him. And no one would help the guy up either. Because they believed that if you were blind, it's because you were a very, very, very bad person. And because you couldn't see, you were headed for hell itself. That's the question the disciples will ask Jesus in the gospel. And he says, blindness doesn't show that you are hopelessly heading for hell at all. Blindness is something Jesus can cure. And it isn't just with the eyes, it's also with your mind and your heart. Because you are blind. We are blind to all kinds of things because of our sins. And Jesus is the one who takes them away. Would any of you like to wear 
this over your eyes for the rest of the service. <clears throat> Mom, what do you think about that? I'm fine with it. Oh, you're over there. Okay, you're fine with it? Okay, so there's going to be a living, breathing example of blindness out there. If you, actually, if you get tired of it, you can take it off. That's okay, he says. All right. Oh, your brother wants it too. No. Okay, and, and then afterward, you guys can come up to him and ask him what it's like. Okay? As for now, mom is going to lead him around, right? <laughs> and double knot it. Okay, the rest of you can just easily go back. Yeah, it is kind of cruel, isn't it? Be sure and tell everybody what it felt like. Step, step, step. Okay, now hang on to mom. She's much better than a cane. Ah, that's much better. Sanctify them by your truth, O Lord. Your word is truth. Amen. Our text is the gospel from John chapter 9. Having seen all the many television reports and listening to the radio, getting people's responses to seeing what had been happening yesterday, I think, unless the news is being edited, I think that there's a lot of blindness in Grand Rapids. I don't mean ocular blindness, but I mean heart and mind and spiritual blindness. The thing I noticed through all of the different reports of people that had trees on their houses, smashed cars, downed wires, no power. Nobody said, I'm so thankful to God. But you should. Every single one of us should be having the sight to understand how God takes care of us. Instead, we take it all for granted and think it's all supposed to be ours anyway. God forbid you have some religious notions that you're maybe one of the elect, and things like that shouldn't happen to one of God's elect. That's deep blindness. And yet that happened a lot in the southwest part of town. Nobody was giving thanks in the news that it didn't happen to them. They didn't even say that much. God was just pushed out of the picture. The only person that they listened to were the meteorologists. Thanks be to God for meteorologists. But the meteorologists got all the credit. And in fact, Channel 8 prided itself on having saved so many people by its early morning. How about that? The Old Testament reading today was a short one because the longer one that could have been used was way too long. The other alternate reading is basically this. In 2 Kings chapter 6, the prophet Elisha and his followers and others were trapped in a little town called Dothan, surrounded by the, by the Syrian army. And the king of Syria in 